Miss Mona for years have been red hot lovers and real good friends, but trouble snowballs like an avalanche at the Chick Chick Chicken Ranch. When Melvin Thorpe, a reporter of sorts, a self-righteous crusading fanatic, got on TV like you wouldn't believe and pointed a finger right at it, exposing Miss Mona, accusing the sheriff, then it rose to a roar from a whimper. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, man. This movie's really fun. This movie is a blast. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it. I'm very glad we got we got a chance to get around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody out there listening, my name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Ben Sheaves from TCM Slumberground. Hey guys. And we have a southerner on our call to go with The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, directed well, by Colin Higgins, released July 23rd, 1982. Of course, starring Dolly and Bert. And Jim Neighbors. What a, mm-hmm. and, what a crew, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they were hot stuff at that time, like 1982, yeah. but Bert Reynolds was huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. And I mean, you want to talk huge, Dolly. Yeah, in this movie, yeah. everything yeah. about her is big. And Vintage, I love it. Hot, early '80s Dolly, <laughs> circle hair Dolly was my favorite. Absolutely, she has a perfect spear. That wig is like a perfect <laughs> circle. That's my favorite era of Dolly. Yep, yep. And much like now, it is platinum, like white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and you know, it's I was inter- so obsessed with her as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Very obsessed with. We all were. And Bert, yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but, you know, Dolly, I think, went through kind of phases with, like, her, obviously with her look, but with her body, too. You know, when we come to Steel yeah. Magnolias in 88, she's so thin. She has that teeny she's little so waist. so thin. Mm-hmm. And this movie, she's, I mean, she's not heavy by any means, but she's just a little bit she's, more filled out, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, she's thick. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's yeah, and here and, and, in, and in 9 to 5 as well. But, yeah, you're right, that perfect yeah. sphere of hair oh. that that blonde football <laughs> helmet i always sort of take for granted of dolly's film work but when you look at her filmography i mean she had really only just done nine to five up right. until this yeah, movie nine to five was her first thing and they had to kind of convince her to do it yeah you know she was like she wasn't convinced she could act and and pull it off and she was like i'll do it if you can let me write the theme song and so i feel like after the success of Nine to five, she had some weight to throw around for yeah. the production of this one. Bert so. was paid more. Well, yes. but I mean, well, Bill, Bert was a more. pretty was a pretty huge film star at the time. Yeah, I because he had just done Cannonball Run and like still high off Smokey and the Bandit and yeah. like you know. You so. know, it's interesting that Dolly has said through the years, you know, that she's not an actress, you know. She's a, mm-hmm. she's a singer and she's a personality and all of that stuff, but she actually has some really strong scenes in this movie. Yeah, against yeah, her, you it's know? I mean it's her movie for sure. Yeah, and like you know I mean like like when I was watching, I was like oh like the temptation would be for her to kind of play up like some Mae West stereotypes, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I feel like she kind of like finds her own yeah. take on you know the the Madame character. So yeah, definitely. like it was, it was, she does a good job. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm not fa- I'm not too familiar with the stage production of this of the this. I'm not at all. Yeah. Other than a quick brush up on Wikipedia for this. Exactly. <laughs> so. so, but what we do know is that, like you said, she added songs yeah. to, to the movie. Yeah. To the movie. So apparently, like I was reading that, uh, like Willie Nelson was first attached to be the Burt Reynolds role, and then oh that would have been Burt Reynolds insane. Got attached. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the other people they mentioned were like Diane Cannon, um, Jill Clayburgh. I read. Yeah. That would have been and, interesting. Uh, but then once Burt Reynolds came on, she was like, I think Dolly pushed for them to be a couple and for it to be like a, a romance, yeah. a romance, which I can't even imagine if it wasn't. Like, what would be the point of mm-hmm. the story? Yeah, that's the is thing. Because it- as we got to the end of the movie, I'm thinking, well, how does the show end? Because I don't think yeah. they have a romance in the show. It's kind of like they had a fling in their past, and yeah. that's why he's cool with her as the sheriff. But you know, in this movie, they're having a legit long-term yeah. affair sneaking around yeah sneaking and, I, around. <laughs> and i take it that he was a client back in the day yeah. and then yeah. he just sort of turned into her side piece as the yes. years went on yeah and it probably helps when you're the madam of a whorehouse that your side piece is the county sheriff <laughs> too yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's beneficial everyone benefits yes but you know i don't even think it's a side piece situation because she confesses later on that she hasn't been with anybody else but yeah. him for three years and, and he, he confesses, and he says the same thing right mm-hmm. yeah despite the the woman in town i was gonna show. say there is the <laughs> ambiguous relationship with the woman in town where he goes to have dinners with her. He goes over and, and has dinner with her son and watches the college football game with their the son. son from Silver Spoons. Uh, uh, he was like uh, Ricky Schroeder's friend. Oh, was it? Okay. Remember, I can't remember his name, like Dexter or something like that. Oh, it was Dexter. I rem- yeah, yeah, it was definitely Dexter. I remember <laughs> now. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely right. I love Silver Spoons. Not so much anymore, but I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, what is your past with this material? Or kind of more interesting, I mean, you're from the South. You're from Georgia. What is your past <laughs> with someone like Burt Reynolds? I'm kind of curious about that. <laughs> I mean, like, I think Burt Reynolds, like, for the South, he's kind of like a Dean Martin type character. Yeah. Where, like, everybody loves him. And, like, he's just a cool guy. Like, all guys love him. And yeah, all the women yeah. want to sleep with him. He's just, like, that kind of cool... And he always kind of plays that character of, like, acting sort of drunk. You know, he was, like, a talk show personality. (laughs) He was on Johnny Carson all the time. You know, like, when he wasn't doing movies, he was kind of being that, like, kind of drunk asshole on TV. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, he is loved in this area. Like, Smokey Bandit was actually filmed, like, in the part of uh, Atlanta I'm from. Like, Jonesboro, Georgia. So, it's, like. He is a, a folk hero down there. <laughs> I hadn't seen Smoking the Bandit until recently. I think I watched it when Million Danielle covered it on oh, their yeah. podcast, <laughs> I Saw What You Did. And I sat down and watched it, and I was just thoroughly charmed. Like, it was <laughs> really, it was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's kind of a weird movie where it feels like most of it's improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can, like, I mean, like, him and Sally Phil, like, hooked up on that movie and were together for years. I mean, like, they met and, like, instantly, like, you know, chemistry. Yeah. Sparked. Um, I, I love the idea, like you said, about being a personality on the talk show circuit in the 70s and early uh, yeah. 80s. And how you could kind of make a career move out of that. We just talked about that in our yep. last episode Terry. with um, the guy from The Muppets. Uh, oh, with Paul Williams. With Paul Williams. Yeah, Paul oh, Williams yeah, yeah. also was very much a... a Who's in smoking a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, Bert uh, kind of did the talk show circuit with Dom DeLuise. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, weren't they kind of a pair, like, that they would kind of yeah, they're the, show yeah, up yeah, and they did a bunch of movies together. Yeah. And, uh, Just kind yeah, of I mean, a like, pre-Ben and Matt of the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a little bit of a their own Rat Pack. I mean, they continue that yeah. analogy. You know, like, Jerry Reed was in, the, in that and, like, yeah. Don Deluise. And yeah. Even the Charles Durning was in some of the movies with him before, and, like, and Bert brought him on to be in this. Charles um, Durning in this movie. Those scenes are out of control. I can watch that song and dance. <laughs> Any day of the Almost week. Like, uh, oh my goodness! Uh, I could, I just watched um, uh, Dog Day Afternoon recently for oh, the first shit. time, and like, kind of had a crush on Charles Durning. I was like, it's kind of a babe it. in it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like, all right, I wasn't prepared for that. But here we are. He does this. He does this move, and I don't know if it's only in the kind of closing credits montage or if it's in the actual song and dance, where he puts his cowboy hat on sideways mm-hmm. and then turns his head real fast. And it fits, and I yes. was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I was showing happy. up and showing yeah. out. I mean, he yeah, got, got that Oscar, Oscar nomination. Winning. Like, I mean, like Catherine Zeta-Jones pretty much got the Oscar from the opening scene of Chicago. It was something kind of similar <laughs> to Charles in this number that just like write his name in in your top five. Yeah, very memorable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I bet Burke was a little stung by that he right. never got his oscar noms oh yeah 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 i mean oh no i mean well he would get one later for boogie nights yeah right um, kind of a uh, career comeback i always think of whenever i see dom DeLuise and burt reynolds on screen together i always think of all dogs go to heaven <laughs> that is, oh, is that burt plays yeah. charlie and um itchy is voiced by dom DeLuise. yeah this yep. is this is for our uh, aging millennials our out there aging millennials yeah. listening <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I, I just think of the chaos. two of them on Carson, just like drunk yeah. off their asses, just like. I was talking to this uh, about this movie to a friend last night, and they were saying that despite what you think, what you might think that the the football locker room scene is the gayest scene, he was like, actually, it's Dom Dolby's like making Burt Reynolds get help him get dressed. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> zipping up that <laughs> zipping up that like that, that girdle. <laughs> Stuff in his oh man, also, yeah. Wow. This character that Dom DeLuise plays is amazing. Uh, the, what is his his character's name? Is crazy. Uh, is it Melvin P. Thorpe? Uh, yeah, mean? Melvin P. Thorpe and Marvin Marvin Thorpe, and he's based on a real like news yeah, personality. Yeah. From, I mean, I guess this was Texas. like pre-cable news when pretty much everything – now like when you turn on Fox News and CNN, everything is editorials. So I guess yeah. this yeah. was just sort of the early days of something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned it before. Like in the early 80s, there was like this influx of like consumer reports mm-hmm. on on the news and like yeah. watchdog news you know news guys and like watching right. out for you the little person at home and all that and this this actual real you know news personality that they base his character on kind of pioneered that i guess which and is it, crazy and this real life person ended up taking down the chicken farm the chicken ranch yeah. the chicken ranch in real life oh <laughs> <Aww>. um <laughs> yeah I mean, okay, so we uh, should uh, yeah, no. <laughs> we should talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, the real chicken ranch and like the story of of this movie. Um, it is outside of Austin, right? That's yeah, where it's set, it's like Lagrange, Texas. Yeah, Lagrange. Yeah, and then they mentioned the only thing I know about Gilbert. that is Easy Top. The, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So the Chicken Ranch was a real uh, Texas institution, mm-hmm. was a, an actual brothel, bordello, what have you, that ran for almost 100 years and was ultimately shut down by Marvin Zindler. He, like we said, he was uh, an investigative news reporter. He, he pioneered this watchdog news journalism on, on, uh, on local news in Texas. He also started the whole... Um, you know, news outlets reporting on restaurant closures. Oh, for yeah. their, so the, it's like the Roach and Roach. Ro- yeah, the Roach report. And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the LA Times has that section in it. Every, oh, yeah. you know, every week there's a, you know, you can go right to the page yeah. and it shows all the restaurants and why they're shut down. And I guess he this person really kind of pioneered that as well. So it's like, I guess he's working for the people we should know those things, but on the other hand, he's doing. But he also of, sort of has his own agenda behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I and, feel like in the movie, it's kind of played up. Maybe like yeah, kind of a reaction to the like the Reagan era mm-hmm. that had just come, uh, come to life, and like you know, it's kind of like playing out the moral majority of it versus like maybe what he was more of a actually normal person. Yeah, totally. So I read that like his his beef. Was that what the movie was that his whole rea- his whole desire to get the place closed was more because of um, like mob and organized crime stuff and not because of prostitution. Right. And they, there's a line in there in the movie that they said that, oh, it's linked to organized crime. But it's like in the movie, it's not at all. Yeah. But I think they just, yeah. they're playing that up for sensationalism. And yeah. And Dom DeLuise as this role is wearing these like crazy <laughs> costumes. He's got that like beetle wig. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's, it's obviously he has just his, like huge his, caricature. His Liberace flag uniform <laughs> that he it's does like all of his, right out of righteous his numbers too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Dom DeLuise, what a character, man. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and I love that Don DeLuise sort of the DeLuises were like a B-list Baldwin <laughs> family <laughs> yeah. that all of the DeLuises were actors. His I, sons. I yeah. always just know the the DeLuise guy that was in Encino Man. One of his uh, sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the one from 21 Jump Street? I just know his son because his son was hot. He, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He has three sons and they're all actors uh, and okay. two of them were on 21 jump street and the hot one was <laughs> yeah and the hot one was the one that was on uh in encino man as well okay and okay. uh yeah and um i for, i forget all their names we can look that up but yeah he does have he has this like legacy of of acting sons and um you know it's interesting because i'm watching this movie and i'm thinking in my head i have this image of dom DeLuise as just being like 350 pounds He's not that yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. that big in this movie yeah, at you're all. Right, you're right. Yeah, he's just sort of a He's got a big round face. He's just sort of a small portly man. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. He's got a big round yeah. face, but his body it's not like yeah. he's this huge grotesque like that dude. And yeah. I I don't know if it's just my memories of him from History of the World playing this like, you know, kind of disgusting <laughs> I think he emperor. Always, <laughs> his like self-deprecation is always mm-hmm. yes. the bad guy. So yeah. yeah, like but that's kind of what I always think of him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he also did f- kind of fluctuate up and down yeah. a little bit. So this might have been like a, a thinner uh, phase sure. for him, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Dolly plays Mona. Mm-hmm. Mona, yeah. the uh, the proprietress <laughs> of the chicken ranch. 
I love her business savvy in this movie. Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing about this character and the way she plays. You know, she's playing it, and the way the chicken ranches run, it's like this is business. She and runs it as a yeah. tight ship. Yeah, and she's like, I've got taxes to pay, I've got overhead, I've got shit to do, mm-hmm. and you know, her list of rules. Oh my right. god, no drinking allowed. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's keep your language clean, keep your bedrooms neat. Don't hang around in town. Mind your P's and Q's and your manners. <laughs> Don't wallow in your bed. Oh Don't tie God. up the phone. No tattoos. Don't let your mouth overload your capabilities. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> Get rid of any bad habits. No chewing gum. Chewing gum. Don't fuck around with sick leave. And uh, if the bell rings, you better get here quick. All right. So, so all so right. Whenever we go to Palm Springs, I had not really seen this movie in its entirety until recently, but we were familiar with numbers of this movie because we go to a a gay bar in Palm Springs I've talked about on the show named Quads, and you always see the opening number. Nothing dirty going on. Uh, Nothing dirty going yeah. on right here. And the locker room scene. The Aggie song. The Aggie song. Uh, and I remember yeah. when the Aggie song first came Stairless. on, we were just like, what the hell is this? What is this from? <laughs> and then it finally clicked. It's from the best little whorehouse in Texas. And uh, when the little old bitty pissant country, <laughs> piss, pissant country, pissant country play song comes on, the entire bar loses their goddamn mind. <laughs> when when you see that shot of Dolly coming down the stairs in the red dress, in the red dress, people yeah. like lose their fucking mind. When that comes all on. All those girls, too, are just like amazing. The girls the are. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We have to talk. I like the paper doll book. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> I I was thinking about that today. I want all of these girls in paper dolls. Was, I want to dress like, them. I want to even get their own sitcom yes. series, like Facts of Life, where there's like 16 of them living in a house oh and like <laughs> trying to make it. Well, what I love about the girls is that, mm-hmm. you know, this movie is set. I mean, it's 1982. Right, it's 1982. So it's set, it's contemporary. It's not supposed to be throwback or anything. But Dolly is very much like this old timey like saloon girl. Yeah. But in country her madam. country madam, yeah. in her appearance wise. But the girls are very contemporary to 1982. Yeah. So there's like disco, like tight, you know, so satin, set, yes, shiny satin mm-hmm. pants, tight. There's the one like Pat Benatar girl, love her, <laughs> like love uh, her. She looks- she looks like the Dirty Dancing. Has that Dirty Dancing backup? Yeah, yes, yes. I was wondering Absolutely. if that was her. Right. I, I don't think it's that they are. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same girl. I tried to look up <laughs> to see if any of them were famous, and like some of them have been on sitcoms. So yeah. the but the beautiful Asian woman uh, directs <laughs> TV now. Her name is Lily Marie, and she <laughs> was a series regular on ER, and she directs oh. episodes of TV now. She has done episodes of The Walking Dead. How do you like that? Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're, she, she got rid of any bad habits she came in. There mm-hmm. you go. There you go. Like, but, just kind of went on to have a very prolific career in directing. But, I mean, I'm still fascinated with the Joyce DeWitt haircut. <laughs> yeah, Girl, yeah. I mean, she's my favorite. <laughs> I love her. And there's one that, like, looks a little bit, like, kind of Delta Burke-ish. Like, mm. she's – at the end, she's the one that says, like, maybe I'll hit the bars. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like the young blonde also, one. Like, I like the What's young that? blonde one that you take it that this is like this is like the kid this is sort of like the newbie. Oh, with the with like the side hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. She always has like her her jacket around her shoulder, kind of muppet, like like a middle school yeah. brat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I guess oh. 
the characters in the show have a little bit more to do, the girls, mm-hmm. and they kind of did that in the movie, but they cut their scenes. I saw that, yeah. yeah. There was like some character from New York. I was like, I bet that's her because she's got a lot of story to tell. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. I also love the part when they go out in the, in the yard and all the girls are like doing some kind of hobby. Yeah, like, yeah. Playing the violin and the flute and like sunbathing. sunbathing and, <laughs> yeah, and like doing some fashion photography mm-hmm. on the side. Oh, sunbathing yeah. with the giant, I mean, how you got to sunbathe uh, reflectors. is with the giant reflectors. <laughs> I mean, these girls, they're, you know, they are women. They have minds of their own. They've got, you know, wants and needs and likes. We're just illustrating all that there. <laughs> and I love it. So um, do you still, does the Universal Tram still drive by this house? I believe, on the it, back do- lot I tour? believe it does. Yeah. I remember... <sighs> I remember that stop as a I kid. I think okay, so the the physical house, I you know, obviously out in that field somewhere it's outside of Austin. That's not. I think pretty close to the small town that they shot in too. Right. Um, yeah. But there is a house on the Universal Studios back lot that they on the old Universal Studios tour that they would always say like this is the house from the best little whorehouse in Texas, and you know, as a kid, I remember going on like. I think we did a school field trip to Universal Studios. We like would go as a family to Universal Studios, and we love the backlot tour. And whenever they would say "best little whorehouse in Texas," I would always be like, <laughs> "You can't be saying that on this tour." There are children. I was a little kid, you know, in '82. Right. I knew Dolly Parton in the '80s. I remember nine to five being a very very small child, like five or six years old. But I remember it, and she was that big that. Yeah. Even, you know, four, five, six-year-old children knew who she was because she was just everywhere. And um, yeah. so I just – I have these memories of of knowing her and, and mm-hmm. loving 9 to 5 and all of that. But, um, yeah, also being a little kid and thinking that this movie was just scandalous. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like – couldn't see it as a kid. Like, yeah. I was like, I like, was not allowed and then – I don't know when. I think I maybe saw it like in middle school or high school or something. Finally, like on cable sometime. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, like Dolly, but Dolly Parton was just huge here in the South. Like, and I'm not, sh- I'm sure everywhere. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, like there was like country music fever in the early '80s. Like, yes, Urban Cowboy yes. was huge. Yeah. We watched that all the time. Kenny Rogers was doing movies. Like, he did like Six Pack, and then they did their like album together. I think actually they did like Islands in the Stream like the year after it was '83. Okay. Their Christmas okay. album is great. Christmas album mm-hmm. together. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, in my mind, I think like I thought that they were a couple. I was just like, oh, Kenny oh, yeah. and sure. married, and like the best, the best couple ever. <laughs> yes, I remember loving the Mendrell sisters variety show. <sighs> she was one of the people that was uh, considered for the part too. Barbara Mendrell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I um, I was obsessed with that show so much. Lo- oh my god! Like <sighs> loved it. What's her name? Like, is it Erlene? Yeah, that was the the blonde one was the ditzy one, and then there was a a, a dark haired one, and then Barbara was like the older like stateswoman, yeah. and yeah, that was just on primetime TV. Were <laughs> huge, yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was an amazing time for for country and western music the early eighties, but um, yeah, I feel like even the title alone was scandalous and. I, I think that I, I read that it was I like kind of censored. I think they had to rebrand it with another name when they sold it in other states. Yeah. I can't remember I what am. they what they retitled it as. 
Well, I read that Dolly in a lot of interviews referred to it as the best little chicken house. In yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some some markets just straight up would bleep it on radio ads, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, it probably helped uh, contribute to its huge box office success when this was released in summer of '82. Mm-hmm. It um, dethroned E.T. the Extraterrestrial after being number one at the box office for six weeks. And it had the biggest weekend for a movie musical ever at the time. I read that it was the biggest musical of the 80s, like box office. Yeah, probably. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bigger than Annie, bigger than Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Um, Well, traditional movie musical. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Dirty Dancing is not a musical. Mm -hmm. You're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, Okay. So... We're talking about Burt Reynolds being just like a national treasure at the time, Dolly as well. And one of their early scenes together in the movie is like a hookup. They're just like daytime, afternoon delight. (laughs) And she just bought her new Fredericks of Hollywood lingerie to show him. Yeah. Yeah. She like, I love that she like, Goes to town in her Annie Oakley businesswoman outfit and like (laughs) (laughs) bribes the town, and then she's like picks up her Fredericks of Hollywood lingerie at the at the post office. Yeah, goes sleeps with the sheriff. She goes and talks about her sponsoring a little league team. I love that. This is just how stand up (laughs) this chicken house is. They're just staples of the community. (laughs) Like they definitely give back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, we have to talk about the gifts uh, of this black <laughs> snap-on Japanese slingshot. Sna- mm. Japanese slingshot speedo. We get a little shot of Bert, just a little tease. <laughs> you don't really, you, you don't really cheek. see the goods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running from the bed to the, uh, from the closet to the bed. Oh man! I love that exchange with Bert and his boxers doing his little like shuffle. Yeah, towards yeah. her with his pants <laughs> down <laughs> and dolly is just not having these droopy boxer <laughs> shorts that bo- like dolly wants like she wants that bod she wants that bod yeah. she wants that early 80s <laughs> mr burt reynolds mr burt reynolds um, she was the cosmopolitan spread yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> absolutely so, and well, she comes out looking amazing yeah in the yeah Fredericks of hollywood too you're like oh my god like her body yeah beautiful yeah. cinched weights yeah yeah and and those cans, <laughs> <laughs> those epic gazungas. But um, it's so funny because we're watching. You know, she's like tosses him the, or she gives him the the Japanese slingshot, and he's just like, "What is this?" Blah blah blah. And Scott's like, "It's got snaps on it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're Quick like, reveal. Oh, yeah. International mm-hmm. mail. yeah, internet. Yeah, very international mail. I love it. And yeah, we don't we don't get to see it, but she kind of snatches it off him under the covers, and she's like, "That's what right. them snaps are for." It, oh man, mm-hmm. so good. So I guess they're like give, they're giving a little something for everybody in this movie. It's not just like sure. Dolly and the and the Hooers. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's funny because for a movie about uh, you know a whorehouse and there's all these girls and they're dancers and all of that, um, they are in. Skimpy lingerie, se- sexy lingerie, as, as the girls of Facts of Life would, uh, would go on to be called. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty covered. You see, you know, some, yeah. you see some nips. We see some nips, but mm-hmm. it's in the scene where, you know, uh, Dom DeLuise kind of like 
oh, infiltrates right. them <laughs> and that you know and and that's like a big gotcha moment so that's mm-hmm. kind of not really fair but it's like i think you see more like bare ass men in this movie yeah you do than the the women Um, yeah i mean yeah the way that sex is treated in here is like with such joy and like yeah not like everyone like all the guys are like so happy and and like jumping up and down like just to be having sex and it's like it's like what is sex like for you guys (laughs) (laughs) i mean like they're just like it's like a candy or a toy. It's but al- not even like a, something naughty. Yeah, but also, too, the men that are clearly married and cheating on their wives are not really treated as villains because yeah. they're doing that. They're just like, oh, there's a senator. How's the wife doing? How are your kids? Right. You know? And, you know, d- um, Mona doesn't look down on them, and I don't think the movie is informing the audience to look down on them because, like you said, they're just having a great time, bringing the boys, you know, to the house, and and they're respectful to Mona and the girls and all of that because Mona does run it like there's no drinking allowed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You have to so, be you have to be kind and nice to my girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So yeah, so it is interesting the way the so, movie treats sex and the patrons, uh, you know, of the, the chicken house. Overall, it is a sex positive movie yeah. and a sex <laughs> I worker mean, positive movie. You can definitely Absolutely. tell this was released very early into the Reagan years that I don't know if you get a movie like this later in the eighties. Sure. By like 85 yeah. or 86, they're like, no, <laughs> but yeah, yeah sex, I mean, like, sex worker just positive. treat sex as like, a punchline that they don't really have to touch on it. And then mm-hmm. no one's getting too upset about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm I'm looking at the song list because there's like there's there's actually a lot of songs in there. I love the song between Bert and Dolly that we started the episode the on. That's one yeah, of my that's one of my favorites of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was a kid when I was in dance. I remember there was a a boy and a girl did a couple's dance to the song. <laughs> and when I revisit this movie now, I'm just like. What was our uh, dance instructor thinking? <laughs> like putting two children dancing around to this song. <laughs> they were they were thinking some mm-hmm. some good stuff. They were they were all about it. I love it. <laughs> I love when she's like Cheerios. <laughs> Her like giggles and asides and that soft like whisper voice that she always does. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. Yeah, yeah. And the Bert the Bert laugh. The iconic Burt Reynolds uh, laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the character of Dolly or of Mona's, I mean, I don't know. She is she a maid, housekeeper, housekeeper, right hand woman. She helps keep the the girls in line yeah. and probably runs the show with Dolly. Yeah, it's just the standard, like problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, the one thing we were like, okay, maybe maybe this character would yeah, fly. And that's today. the thing is that I think that the last big revival of this musical was in the early 2000s mm-hmm. with Anne Margaret. And I don't think that anything major has been done with it since. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not saying that it couldn't work. The songs are great, but yeah. you would have to definitely retool elements of the story to kind of yeah. work now. And this would be the character that you would you'd have to rework a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Jim Neighbors. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of narrates the movie. A very Dukes of Hazard narration in this movie, too. I love that. His voice is, like, so 
kind of specifically Alabama, his accent. Uh, is, okay. Uh, I just <laughs> it's that like kind of high pitched Southern voice. Yeah, a little, little nasal. Yeah. Now, would Jim Neighbors also work the work the talk show circuit in the seventies and the eighties? I mean, I would think so because mm-hmm. he did. He was like Gomer Pyle. Like he had a lot of stuff going yeah. on. He had, he like released albums. Yeah, yeah. He did go- was it gospel albums or just yeah? I think yeah, I think they're yeah. I always just secular. My only context for Jim Neighbors is the Simpsons line Mr. Burns has. Mr. Burns has begin the thawing of Jim Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also the line where Homer's looking through the records and he's like the Doodletown Pipers, J- a Jim Neighbors Christmas. Mm-hmm. These neighbors, are, these records are I- terrible. Um, but Jim Neighbors, did you know about the? I was gonna say, did he did he come out as gay, or was it re- revealed that he was gay like later in life? Yeah, so he got married, and sometime in the two thousands, I guess after like gay marriage was legalized, oh, and he goodness. got he got married to his partner that he had been with since the seventies. Wow! So wow. Um, so he was kind of like out, but not like mm-hmm. publicly, but like every as everyone who knew him knew that he was okay. gay. as out as he could have been at open that time. secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but also he. Um, there's a, that famous story about him and Rock Hudson. Like there, um, there was like a bunch of uh, gays that would throw like an annual party, and oh they would have like a wedding. Like the invitation would be a fake wedding, and one year it was like, "Please come to the re- the wedding reception for Rock Hudson and Jim Neighbors," and it got leaked out to the press, and like it became such a rumor that they had to both like kind of publicly address it that no, we're not secretly married. But oh wow! It was all just calls by these gays who like <laughs> these campy gays who threw a party. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. That. I want to go to that party. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. The like, the fake like wedding. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, his his character is kind of amazing in this movie. Is just like this like dim witted sheriff <laughs> sheriff deputy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who uh yeah, just kinda he's narrating, he's giving us he's giving us his his take on everything. He has some cute back and forths when he goes over to the chicken house. He gets the he gets the slingshot briefs and he brings them over to Bert. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone inquires about his tallywhacker or his pecker or something. Yeah, yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they think they say tallywhacker. <laughs> How's your tallywacker hanging? And he's like, Oh, all right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so okay, what are some of our favorite songs? I love uh, what is it? There's there's a whorehouse in Texas. Mm-hmm. When oh, we yeah. when Texas we first yeah, Texas has a whorehouse in it. It's oh, Dom DeLuise's big number. Yeah, it's his intro number. Yeah. that you know, total righteous dumbstones. Yeah, like, <laughs> like clogging and dancing, yeah. singing and having some fun. Yeah, and like our thing is like, what is this show that he has? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's got he's like live on the scene, you know. It, it almost instances. gives me like a a Jim and Tammy Baker vibe to it, but it's yeah. clearly sure. not completely religious. Yeah, too. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just like self righteous, like yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, watchdog kind of stuff because he he calls himself like you know uh, you know what do they call that from uh, who is the moral majority? Yeah, yeah. in the eighties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the Reagan more mature and like, mm-hmm. but done with song and dance. So like, who wouldn't tune? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of like bamboozles uh, Burt Reynolds into like right. appearances, right? Or yeah. into this appearance, um, just kind of saying he's going to talk to him. But then he kind of does that like 
that gotcha journalism of like, and we've got the sheriff here and he knows what's going on. And yeah, but Texas has a whorehouse and it is actually a really fun song. That's that's stuck in my head for a few days. Yeah. 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 Um, And then there's like the whole town square, you know, situation where, where Bert kind of bullies him into the, into the fountain. Mm -hmm. But I love this town square because it looks almost fake. I mean, this is kind of how town squares look like in this part of the country. You get the old stone courthouse. Yeah. I remember seeing courthouses like that growing up in rural Montana right. and just very like all American country small town. Yeah, yeah. It seems that would have been like, you know, the one thing in town. Yeah, yeah. But um that seems really funny though where where Bert kind of like confronts him. In the town square. Yeah, and especially that it cuts together very differently in the news broadcast as it did there reading it in person, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, lo- I love how they just bleep everything. <laughs> every every mm-hmm. word out of his mouth, they're just bleeping. I, I, it's actually really funny. Like, I think they do a really good job of uh, of all that. But um, there, there's, like, too much heat on the, on the chicken ranch. And so he kind of sure. asks Mona to... Mm-hmm. Close down for two months, Simma just down. as Simma things down. cool down. Simma down now, yeah. Simma down <laughs> and and close for t- for two months. Yeah. How the hell is she gonna yeah. mm-hmm. stay in business? She's got bills to pay. She has got bills. You got to keep that she's, light. She's trying to pay the, the the rent, the utilities. Yeah, she's got to keep those lights on. Oh man, but um, I mean, but it's right at the time of the Texas A and M Thanksgiving game. <laughs> Yeah, it's Texas A&M versus uh, another college in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> They're crosstown another rivals. Team, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I take it that it's the it's the two state schools. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, head to head. That's always like, a big deal. Yeah, they're the mm-hmm. crosstown rivals. And Texas A&M wins, and they're the the Aggies, the fighting Aggies. And we get the I have infamous. I have died and gone to heaven. <laughs> and this yes. is. I mean, just the Aggie song just playing on repeat in heaven. <laughs> it's in out the, of control. In the waiting room. And I love it so much. I love the little, like, um, blonde, strawberry blonde elf looking guy. That's <laughs> kind like of, he's kind of the lead of the song. Splits. Yeah. 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 Well, is he like the, the one that's like, he's not the- really on uh, a player? He's just kind of like pushing. Like a towel boy. Put, yeah, towel yeah. boy kind of a situation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would be hopping in that. In that laundry, <laughs> well, with all of those towels, I, I know. I was gonna say some, some would. Uh, I, I love though that this team is filled with these like Peter Berlin looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bowl haircut, heaven. You know, <laughs> the, the the most strapping guys on Broadway. Well, I was gonna. Say, room. I was gonna say none of them have the build of a college football player. They all definitely have those speedo tan lines, though. So you could tell <laughs> that they, so that they were spending weekends on like Fire Island. Yeah. <laughs> These are not the Chicago Bears. No, they they are built <laughs> like Broadway dancers. Yeah, and I mean, thank goodness for all of us. Yeah. But- <laughs> this so yeah, not seeing this like... seeing this uh with the crowd in a bar is always really fun. Oh yeah. It yeah, always gets the it it's... always gets the, the party started. Dancing jock straps is just it's it's a hit. It is a hit. And I, uh... and I mean, you know, in a in a cinematic culture and uh you know, climate like the early eighties, 
male nudity is few and far between. And, yeah, you know, I, think I know all the instances of it. Exactly. We <laughs> all do. We all have them written down somewhere, time stamped so we can pause it just right. Um, <laughs> but in this movie, it's just like on show mm-hmm. for all yeah. of us to see. And it's just, and it's just it's refreshing. Yeah. It, it, this number is <laughs> a lot of fun. So there is an extended version of this number on YouTube. I tried to find that, but like I, I didn't find that, but I found the 1979 Tony broadcast where oh. they they did this and like what? obviously, and they had to bleep out a lot of the words like they like but they do this kind of funny noise I can't remember all what it is like oh. that to 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 bleep out the song so mm-hmm. look for that on YouTube. Interesting. We actually found the unrated version, but like a couple of years ago, and it was a real grainy. Yeah, it was pretty well. And you can also tell that. The scenes that were cut because the the film grade looks different. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, they, yeah. That yeah. they had cut it in from the the movie and they put in the extended scenes of it. Yeah, and I don't remember was there full like wiener on on display? I think in there the, might have been. The, okay, I what? mean that shower <laughs> that shower shot. If yeah. they were to just move to the right, <laughs> just a quarter of a centimeter, yeah. you would definitely get some dick. Yeah. Change a rooster to a hen in a second. <laughs> I mean, it's bordering on uh, can't Starship. stop them. It's like Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's like Starship <laughs> Troopers. It's like can't stop the music and the YMCA. Yeah, you know. Um, I it, love I love their locker room hoedown. Yeah, that I mean that it is some good dancing. Yeah, like those are some splits like I've never seen. Yes, I mean not only do we get to see some buns and some jock straps, but we get to see some actual really good dancing. Some splits, some, some like. White and white jeans. Yeah, white jeans galore. Yeah, those those high socks in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. in in cowboy in boots. the cowboy boots always yeah. kill me. Yeah, I love that it's it's white jeans or it's those like uh, Wrangler action slacks. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. boot cut action <laughs> slack. <laughs> it's cut like it's denim, exactly. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Do they still sell those at Walmart? Probably in certain markets. <laughs> I don't know if they sell them at ours. Um, right outside of, but I can get some. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, not from this movie, but from Steel Magnolias, and I think maybe what's the hockey movies? Um, Slapshot or something. Oh yeah. But I just remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just remember being a, a a young child who did not play sports and just being kind of like why does that underwear not have a back on it yeah jock straps <laughs> just being like what in the hell is yeah. going on here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what i thought of that yeah it was a mystery there i'm, I'm one yeah day, one day I'm, I'm gonna get to high <laughs> they're they're an engineering mystery. How do you get it on? How do you get it on? How does it stay up? Who knows? <laughs> but thank goodness for them, <laughs> and they're uh, they're galore in this movie. And l- let me also say that when all of those uh, college football players slash Broadway dancers are hanging off the side of that yeah bus, That's that terrible. shot of the main <laughs> that shot of the main guy going out of the bus. <laughs> and yeah. getting right above the tire and just like kicking back, hanging off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it is terrifying. Yeah. You're right? <laughs> People like crawling out the windows yeah. when the it tire blows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just pouring beer right at the can. When the tire blows and it's like swerving back and forth, <laughs> I'm just like, that was oh my like god, an unnecessary heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart flutter for me. 
It's it's a it's a little like it's a little like Muppet movie, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, what else is Muppet movies is when like Pops picks them up in his farm truck and they all pile uh, in, and that shot of them going towards the chicken house. One more mile. All of those guys, like it's just like this truck full of men. That there's probably three of these dancers, and now this, they're all in, in the shot truck. Yeah. Right. And I like that they just invite in. Yeah, fan. And I like that they just like invite in Gramps. Yeah, they're like, have a good time. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) So Mona has like a whole surprise party set up for them. But it's like, do these boys even want this party? Do we, can we just cut the song and dance? They have to get in their debutante dresses, their tearaway debutante dresses. Yeah, Mona, Mona likes a show. Like, yeah. I mean, like with like with Bert, we learned that she likes a little bit of tree before. She wants a little bit of uh, foreplay. That's true, so. and and we're okay with it because it, it is another good good uh, dance number. She wants to show these boys a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but from here we get uh, Marvin and his crew fully breaking and entering. Yeah. I, I love that. Like right before that, they cut to a shot. Of Dolly and in the bedroom mm. doing the bills. Mm-hmm. She's, she's doing the books and like going through a check with a feather pen with and their fe- yeah. ledger. A pink feather pen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, just, I was love that shot. It cracked me up for yeah. some reason. Yeah, she's just doing it. She she just needed like the green visor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you know? oh, I wish. Yeah. But what I love about this is that, you know, okay. The Aggie boys, they just won the big game. They came right. to the, the chicken ranch. They all got their fuck on, you know. And now it's like they're kind of chilling out afterwards. They get to, I guess, stay the night or stay mm-hmm. pretty long. Yeah, but what we get is when Marvin and his crew are breaking in, we see kind of some of the setups. And there are some combos oh, yeah. going on. <laughs> In these rooms, like, I was not prepared for. I definitely wasn't prepared for that ass shot of the missionary position. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's one room where there are two couples fully boning right next to each other. And you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah, and they pop up from the top of the window and stuff. And then one guy, like, wears the panties on the fan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's the one couple that's, like, just smoking a doob. Mm -hmm. Just like, and they don't even care. They're just like, what? I mean, they're definitely breaking Mona's rules there. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. They're wallowing in bed. They're wallowing in bed, yeah. I hope hope nobody's on the phone. I hope nobody's chewing gum. I mean, at this mm-hmm. point, <laughs> on the phone, <laughs> tying up that phone line. <laughs> Don't mess. Don't call in sick. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but even even poor grandpa in his like old timey, yeah. like in his old timey yeah, underwear. <laughs> it's like Brad Clips and purses or whatever. Yeah. But I do, I do love that we get um, the housekeeper just like. Tearing it up, ba- like hitting hitting people <laughs> over the heads. She, she goes like totally like uh, Gene Hill. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. just, like bite the, like, the, the bus tire. That bus tire just popping it. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely going to say she's giving me Gene Hill in this scene, just like <laughs> grabbing these men and throwing them down the stairs. She's clocking their heads house. together. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, she's she's cleaning house. We love it. 
But I mean, it's just like that whole sequence of the movie, just starting from the football game, you're just like, yeah. all right, okay, this is this yeah. is where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because we always kind of thought like when we would see the sequence out of context, like at the at the video bar. Mm-hmm. We we didn't quite understand that it was a college team. We're like, yeah. are these high, school are these high schoolers? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes a little difference. But then we do we do see in the movie that it is a huge stadium. We're like, okay, this yeah. is <laughs> clearly this is this is college football. <laughs> these guys are not underage. <laughs> but um, so this is when you know we find out that she said she was going to. Bert gets wind of it. And goes over right. and confronts Dolly. I think this is their best scene so as good. screen partners. Yeah. That you can really yeah. tell, like, I think they, not saying that they don't have chemistry in the earlier scenes, because they clearly do. But I think that when they're going toe-to-toe, screaming yeah. at each other in yeah. this scene, I think that they're both really good in this, mo- in this moment of the movie. Sheriff Jack Roy Wallace was here. None of this but I And I know that Dolly's kind of said that I think that she got along with Bert on set, but she says that they definitely would butt heads, but in the way that like siblings would. And you can really get that chemistry in this moment of the movie where they're screaming at each other. It made me think that I was like, oh, I can see Dolly going like on a tirade for real. Like I feel like she knows how to yell at somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Because <laughs> yeah, she was going absolutely. in, she's going in deep. Yeah, she was. Yeah, like, yeah, and probably it. someone that would call Bert out to his face on set. Yeah. Of if something, if she didn't like behavior. Well, you know what I'm thinking as I'm watching this, and uh, she's going at it. She's going to town. She's calling him names, all that stuff. And Bert Reynolds is not backing down yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. is, he's a he's Mister Bert fucking Reynolds. He's like Mr. Burt Reynolds. Mr. Burt Reynolds. He's a big guy. He's a force, you know? And as he's yeah. throwing it back at her, I'm just like, don't hit her! You know? I'm really <laughs> feeling like, oh my God, I f- he is really giving. And I'm just feeling so much emotion from him. I was just like, oh, holy shit. I kind of felt like scared for her because he's you know, giving so much, but she's not backing down either. Dolly's so throwing it's like, it right back at him. It's really yeah. powerful because he's such a big, you know, imposing man and she's like a small woman and, and all that. But I'm, yeah, I'm just like, oh man, don't slap her. Don't, <laughs> don't put a hand I on mean, her. Is there anything more intimidating like Dolly's short little stature and those giant boobs with her hands <laughs> on her waist? Yeah. Like shaking her fist at him? I think not. Yeah, she is strutting. 
pacing back and forth too, just working the hips. Yeah, don't let them having it. Oh man, yeah, yeah so good. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think I think you're right. That is their best scene. I do I do like the scene by the lake when they go get drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that lake scene is crazy. I think that Pete noted it's, that just the weird Southern Bible. Yeah, stuff going on of yeah. talking about spaceships in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I'm like that is some like, Pentecostal like spaceships in the Bible. Oh boy, <laughs> that shit's there. Just <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And that, that seems like it feels like very kind of like improvised. I know that like mm-hmm. for Reynolds like to do that and stuff. So like, it, but they kind of feel like they're just ha- like having like a genuine like kind of chat and yeah. joking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that, that seems charming. Yeah, definitely. And I love Cooter Brown. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, so the whole time we're watching this movie, we're going, where the hell is Charles Durning? Yeah, I know that Charles Durning got <laughs> an Oscar nomination this. for this movie. Where is he? <laughs> and this movie is going to be over in like 30 minutes. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he shows up, turns it out. Yeah. Um, is, he the, is he the governor? Yeah, he's, I think he's the governor. He's the governor, yeah. Yeah. And his whole thing is that he's just kind of wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. He's just like whatever, doesn't whatever really, the polls. Doesn't really give a firm answer. Yeah. Doesn't really have a position that you can really decipher on yeah. anything. Right. So, yeah, same joke we're still making about politicians. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing really has changed. I love his suit in this movie. Those, oh, yeah. those little arrows in his suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have. I would have been great to see like a full-on nudie suit with the rhinestones and everything. But yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I was kind of getting that. I was like, okay, they're going <laughs> there, but it's not not quite there. Um, right. I guess did as Bert kind of said that he was the one that suggested Charles Durning. I think he kind of brought him on board. I think yeah, yeah. they worked together. I think that he. I forget who else they said. Oh, I think Mickey Rooney. Oh yeah, <laughs> I suggested for it because. It's an obvious. Yeah, song yeah. Uh, Charles Durning's then, way uh, more fun than Mickey Rooney would have been in a role like this. I hate Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, a, yeah. So I'm glad. Yeah, the, yeah. Charles Durning is great. But that song, it's just like it's just like joyful. It's funny. It's like he's so funny, and I just yeah, it's it's, it's unexpected. You know, you don't think that he's gonna go out and turn this performance out, and you're and I'm just watching it going, all right, it's still going, but I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does go on a little Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes on. But, but, it's, kind but of it's all great. The, all the parts about Dolly blur together. They kind of, like, erase from my memory when I think about the movie. So it's it's usually just the Dolly parts in my mind. So every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, yes, this happens, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. Because, I'm wa- yeah, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, now we've got this, like... I guess he's a televangelist and now he's, you know, out in the, in the town square and now, you know, all that stuff. And you're right. And you're just kind of thinking, where's Dolly? Why isn't she on screen? <laughs> when is she <laughs> yeah. going to be back on screen? Um, but when they close down the chicken ranch, it's just so final. You're just like, yeah, I guess I that's it. And, <laughs> and this is when they go into hard candy Christmas. And I always forget what a bummer of a song hard candy Christmas is. I feel like whenever yeah, I'm listening to Dolly mixes and it comes on, I always forget kind of how sad the song is. Yeah. It's, and that's a bummer. And yeah. all of the girls sort of have their own, they have kind of their, their they each own, get a line. They each get a line yeah. as they're, as they're packing all their shit and moving on. It's good to see um, the girls get lines but then i'm also thinking i wish dolly was just singing the whole time 
<laughs> well, yeah, like on her albums is her, but yeah, I kind of love all the girls. I kind of yeah, like this version yeah. the best. Yeah, it's, it, it's good. Um, it's good that they get it. I don't know why in my mind I assume that um, the house was all decorated during Christmas and this song was sung during that, but not really, though. They really could have played out the Christmas Because they're, yeah. they're packing like, everything up. Be a, a Christmas movie that we could program every year. But yeah, it's, um, <laughs> they, they just mention it and barely, uh, you know, any kind of decorations or anything's going yeah. on with it. So, but yeah. Hard Candy um, Christmas, great song. We're we're having a Hard Candy Christmas party at the bar this afternoon. So uh, like, that is all, very all fitting. Set, songs. <laughs> hard Candy Christmas night at Mary's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so soon as we get finished with this, I'm going down there. So I, I think it. it's um, something that I kind of forget about this movie, and I think that a coworker had to tell me about how. I will always love you is built into the score. So I, how I will, uh, I will always love you charted in the, in like 73. And then she re-recorded for this movie and it charted again. So Dolly got two number one hits for the same song in two different decades. Love That's it. so yeah. cool. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I know that like, she originally wrote it as a, like her goodbye letter to mm-hmm. Porter Wagner mm-hmm. when she wanted to leave him. And it totally and then, works for the characters of this movie too. That's yeah. what's so cool about it. Yeah, um, yeah, it kind of, and, and it's it's kind of awkward to just watch Burt Reynolds watch her sing. Just, yeah, him, <laughs> but yeah, um, but I mean, it's just such a great song. Yeah, then, yeah, you know. I mean, is it one of the be, great love songs ever made? I think so. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I I like Dolly's version. I mean, it's so good. I love Whitney's version. It's like it's, it's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. There's no competition. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're great. Um, my question is, how the hell did those two ladies lift up that jukebox to get into the back of that truck? <laughs> that's, that's, that's all sixteen of them. Yeah, they, I like to think that he, they uh, heave ho. I like to think that they they had some of their long patrons help out, pack up the house. Sure. I hope so. Yeah. Or um, or the housekeeper used that that Gene Hill super strength Hill and just, <laughs> just picked it up. <laughs> she got so so mad at them. <laughs> Peckerhead. Yeah. <laughs> Piss ant Peckerhead. Yeah. Oh man. So but yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like the the so, finality of the chicken ranch closing mm-hmm. and all the girls having And you to, just kind of assume that something's gonna happen in the last act that's gonna save everything and it just never yeah. but it the, just never happens. Well the happy ending it, is that they get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I again like I'm like, what would the movie be without it? It's just that the chicken ranch closes and there's no romance or anything. So there's like what's the story to tell yeah, otherwise? Like yeah. I can't believe that that the play is that way. Yeah. I mean, and I wonder if in the Anne Margaret, um, the production, the Anne Margaret production. If they just use the movie as a template, and they just pretty much did it on stage, yeah. Because you're right; it sort of needs that romance to tie it together at the end. Yeah, Damn, and, the, Dolly was smart. Yeah, I guess so. Like Colin Higgins wrote the, the I guess adapted mm-hmm. this one. I'm not sure if he did or not, but I know that. I mean, he was. I know he wrote like nine to five and. Mm-hmm. Harold and Maude and stuff, so I don't know if he did that, but or if it was all Dolly who wanted to to change the story. To, but yeah, did, I didn't certain. know that he wrote Harold and Maude. He wrote Harold and Maude and Foul Play with Goldie yeah, and Chevy. Yeah, I love Foul Play, too. Okay. I used to love Foul okay. Play as a kid. All right. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, and this was, I think, his last movie. Okay. I can't remember. Um, well, he died in 88. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's from, yeah, I think he died. Is he from France? 
So interesting. What? He's French. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe he was, he was just he born was, there. He was born in France. Um, to me, uh, as, you're, as I'm watching it, Miss Mona marrying Ed Earl is a happy ending. Yeah. Sure. But I don't know. <laughs> you kind of do like Mona being this boss bitch yeah. in this whorehouse and running the show. Yeah, what do you think she does in her next phase of yeah, her Yeah, she has her life, to. Right, I don't she... know. Well, he goes on to like become a senator or something. Oh, okay. Some yeah, legis- she, state legislature. She would be a good senator's wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. She's like, at this point, she gets to like, you know, host part. I don't know. It'd be like a Mrs. Peacock hosting parties and (laughs) (laughs) taking bribes in men's rooms. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to see that crossover. Yeah, right. Um, Because Gomer at the end, well, (laughs) Jim Neighbors says, you know, (laughs) that they, you know, they got married. And I guess Burt Reynolds' whole thing or Ed Earl's thing was that, you know, he wanted to run for state legislature, but they were worried about, you know, being married to a proprietress right. of a of a of a bordello but you know jim neighbors ultimately says like it's fine didn't matter he got elected anyway and yeah she goes on to she goes on to become a mrs peacock type <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i want her to run a business yeah yeah she's, yeah. Yeah. she's, she's too good with the books yeah Actually. well maybe she started some sort of like texas chapter of like the ladies junior league and just <laughs> sure. like got like all the all the you know board wives to get together and do philanthropy. Mm-hmm. You know she's yeah she's too good with the book. She's too good with that that feather pen. <laughs> <laughs> too quick with that feather pen. I mean, this movie has everything. It has Mr. Burt Reynolds and, and yeah, Dolly. It's so good. It's. I mean, I I would recommend it alone on the merits of the Aggie song. Mm-hmm. That's just like your yeah. like your entryway into it. That's like your guarantee you're gonna at least like this. But then I think I mean like twenty fans of turn in right away. It sucks you in. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of dra- downtime in the middle. The ag- then it picks back mm-hmm. up with the Aggie song, and then. It- then before you know it, Hard Candy Christmas is coming your yeah. way and you're right back in it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think even in the downtime, uh, you know, I think Dom DeLuise is funny enough and yeah, just yeah. so absurd, you know, with this character and all that, that it still holds you in. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's you're there for, like, Dolly and Burton the, and the, the big numbers and all that. But there's there's still enough that it's mm-hmm. like it. I don't think it gets, you know, too boring or anything. It's just like yeah, it's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> Yeah. Kind yeah. of an underrated Christmas classic, too, that you don't normally think about watching this movie during the holiday times. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it has Hard yeah. Candy Christmas in it, so it totally <laughs> works. Yeah, yeah. And, like, a gay camp classic, too. Just, like, sure. the, you know, in, uh, in Nothing Dirty Going On, I love that it's shot like a montage. So you yeah. get to see... Oh. Dolly's costume changes when Dolly walks outside in her uh, in her going the town getting shit done country realness. Yeah, it's so good. I lo- I love the like the Buffy like unto every generation uh, at Chicken Ranch. <laughs> it's born like that. They start off with like oh yeah 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 ragtime, and then they go like World War One, mm-hmm. World War Two, and then like a soda fountain hippie. Thing. Like, yes. They kind of get everything wrong and weird. It's like it's a little like Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like it just needs like a flapper and like a yeah, yeah. Yes. And, like, a, like a little yeah. bit more of that. I would love. Yeah, I it's love very that. like the depression game. Yeah, it's very Carousel of Progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. 
Disney yeah. World. Seeing <laughs> seeing the chicken ranch through the years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we get our explanation of the name that during the depression nobody had any money and they just pay with chickens. Paid with a la- mm-hmm. a whole ass live chicken. <laughs> And I, I love the image though. After that, she was like, "And we, you know, they started right. accepting chickens, and then they they cut to like hundreds of chickens just running, you know, in this in this in this field. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. But yeah, it's just I think for an early '80s movie that could feel dated, um, it is dated in the early '80s. But there's just something about that early '80s country and western vibe that kind of yeah. makes it feel a little bit more like period or just mm-hmm. I don't know, just very yeah, I think cool. It feels like it's telling an older story. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It makes it feel '80s. Yeah, and just um, I did t- look up who did the costumes in this, Ooh. and oh. it's uh, the same person who did uh, True Beverly Hills. Was like, <laughs> love uh, it. Like she did some other stuff, like like some legit things, like mm. uh, Bonnie and Clyde and things like that. But I was okay. like. Ooh. True Beverly Hills. That makes a lot of sense because doesn't yes. doesn't Miss Mona have like a khaki kind of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she has a khaki yeah, look. She's talking about the pimps. Yeah, she has a khaki look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that when she says no pimps. Get, mm-hmm. get in the hell yeah, out of here. Get the hell out of here. We, we can pimps. we can run our own show. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, right? She's like coming out the door and as for pimps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's just the type of 80s blockbuster that you just sadly don't see movies like this made anymore. Yeah. that It's that certain crowd-pleasing musical that, I don't know, it's like movies like this have a hard time getting made now. It would be yeah. interesting to see an update or a revival of it that um, they made work now. Just because these songs are just bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who would you get? Like, who's... He's a country star that could pull this off. Yeah, that's the thing because Dolly has just kind of like been, you know, burned into our minds as, you know, this character. What so about like, 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 like a, Casey Mu- a Casey Musgraves? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give it to Casey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, got the, she's got the big hair. I don't know who would be playing Mr. Burt Reynolds. That, well, that's <laughs> what I was going to say, you know, Ben, when you were talking about how Burt Reynolds is was kind of like um, – thought of you know in in certain regions of the country as being a man's man that guys Mm -hmm. loved guys wanted to be friends with they emulated he was you know it was okay for a guy to be like i love burt reynolds he's my Mm -hmm. hero right right. you know and not have to have and not have to preface it with like no homo or anything you know and (laughs) you know the kind of man that like women just wanted to be with it's like do we even have guys like that anymore? Like, I, I don't think there are men that straight dudes are like, oh, I love him. Are people like... I don't know, like The, the Rock? rock? Yeah. Like yeah, maybe yeah. The Rock. Like just... Maybe a few of the Marvel guys yeah. are kind of like that. Like a Chris Evans? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is the point of the show where I'll be putting Blanche's monologue about Mr. Burt Reynolds from, the Golden <laughs> Gr- from his Golden <laughs> Girls Reynolds. episode. At two, Blanche. Sophia, <laughs> Mr. Burt Reynolds is one of our finest living actors. Why, he should have won the Oscar for Deliverance, not to mention starting over. That Academy's just jealous. I mean, you put Mr. Sir Lawrence Olivier in Cannonball Run, see what he can do. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Sophia, but the answer's no. Fine, break an old lady's heart. If you need me, I'll be out back with the rest of the garbage. Don't worry, she'll get over it. And even if she doesn't, who cares? We're going to meet Burt (laughs) 
that episode with Burt Reynolds is one of my favorites to revisit. I, I think it's it's my personal favorite episode of the Golden Girls where they get put where they get put in jail when they think that they're hookers at the hotel. Yeah, oh. yeah there's a little a little connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I often think about that. It's like you know, there's another line in The Simpsons where you know that uh, they ask Homer who's who is who's Bart's idol, and Homer says Steve McQueen. <laughs> And Marge says, no, that's your idol. <laughs> and I often think, like, mm-hmm. are there men like that anymore? Like, actors or, like, action stars that men are like, fuck yeah, that guy's that guy's where it's at. Like, I don't know. Sending, what's that guy? Uh, the Jason Stratham. Statham, I mean, Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Maybe. They love I him. I these were yeah. all people, like, ten years ago. So yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, do anybody care about, like, uh, Vin Diesel anymore? I don't know. <laughs> do you think, I think it's got to be a Marvel guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't want to see them in that's overhouse. Like, maybe yeah. like maybe I mean people love the John, the the Jack Wick movies. Maybe Keanu a little John, bit. John Wick, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Paul Rudd, John Wick, Paul Rudd, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do guys yeah. like Paul Rudd or do they hate Paul Rudd? No, I think they do. I think they like him. I think they think he's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough call. There's no like a Burt Reynolds kind of type anymore. And that's cool because I feel like even though there are men that like are into somebody like The Rock, he's cool, but he also has like a little bit too much humor or I don't know. I think Burt Reynolds was just like – he was funny, but he was funny on his terms. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, you know, he was just like – he was more cool than he was funny. You know, okay. he was – I think I wanted to be – I think I figured out it's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He could do this role. Yeah. Yeah, Channing Tatum – and Channing Tatum's a southern boy too, so and he would be yeah, good. He's and like he's Florida funny. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> Festival <laughs> Whorehouse in Texas, live on NBC, Channing Tatum and, and Casey, Casey Musgraves. Musgraves. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. All in. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, well, what I mean, what a fun, what a fun, not just a Christmas movie, just what a fun musical. I love revisiting this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, ben, since it's the holiday times, I've been asking all of our guests, what if your, what are your favorite holiday movies to revisit this month? Uh, shoot. I really love, like, I, I love some classic movies. Obviously, yeah. I love uh, The Apartment. That's probably my favorite. Apartment's a really good New Year's Eve movie. Oh, fun. Yeah. I always think Um, of it as a New Year's movie. Yeah. 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 But it technically starts on the night of Halloween and then ends on New Year's Eve. So Mm -hmm. it's a great all through the holidays movie. I don't think you've ever seen The Apartment. Uh, I haven't seen it all the way through. No. There's another um, old movie, uh, Remember the Night, with uh, Fred McMurray and uh, Barbara Stanwyck. And it's like a Preston, written by Preston Sturgis. And it's like a just kind of classic Ooh. 40s comedy. Um, and then I really always watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Love it. And any kind of cheesy TV special. Pee Wee's Holiday Special. We yes. watch it every year. I don't, yeah. We haven't visit, re- revisited it yet. We love the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Such a, we such did a it last one. year on the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, and man. I love Judy Garland's like 60s TV uh, Christmas special. Yep, those With, are all like, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. like a tradition. We watched it on YouTube last year. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the whole thing's on YouTube, and I want to watch it again this year because it was fascinating. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to watch like Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, uh, and then if I'm really drunk, the Liberace Christmas special <laughs> is fun too. <laughs> oh, we need to check out that one. <laughs> we'll look for that one on, on YouTube It's really as well. boring, obviously, but <laughs> oh. it's 
kind of fun. It's got Lee. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we love Lee. Oh man. Well, I mean, How about this, you guys? what? What do we watch every year? We watch the same things. We always watch the same things every year. I mean, we've done our Home Alone revisit. We still have to watch White Christmas. Have to watch White Christmas. I kind of force Pete to watch that every <laughs> single year. Yeah, it's good one to have it on the background. That you just yeah, that you just start watching when your parts that you like from. Yeah, we've yeah. already done our Gremlins rewatch. Yeah, I watch Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of fun. Uh, that was my first movie last year. I, we le- I left the house to go to Gremlins. And oh, nice. Coke for oh, that's that. great. <laughs> we always kind of. We always Worth revisit it. a movie like Edward Scissorhands around the holiday too. That's a good that's a one. one uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's in there. Yeah, we're we're. I mean, we love the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm even though I say that I love Halloween and I watch a ton of scary movies in October, I'm secretly a Christmas kid. I have been ever <laughs> since I was little. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. My uh, my boyfriend is he's the Christmas queen and I'm the Halloween queen. So <laughs> we trade off. Love yeah, it. love it. Well, I think this year I will be watching The Family Stone for the first time in a long time. Because I haven't seen that one. Our uh, love hate relationship with The Family Stone <laughs> knows no bounds. It's one of those movies that I've wanted to program it on the show and I just haven't been able to. Yeah, we'll get to it. Man. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. I have. A lot of things to say about the mm-hmm. family stuff. <laughs> I hope but, the cat, uh, cats can one day be considered a, a Christmas a Christmas classic. Yeah, we <laughs> saw that. Classic. We saw that Christmas week. We in, saw it the weekend yeah. that it came out in theaters. Yeah, we saw it with the same friends that we saw West Side Story with last night. So we got a good like <laughs> we got a fu- we got like a good palate cleanser yeah. of a movie yeah. musical <laughs> that we saw together in the Redem- theater. Yeah, redemption time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, oh boy. Well, this has been a lot of yeah. fun. It's been fun yeah, to catch up with you, Ben. Thank you for this movie. Yeah, thank you. We so love much. watching TCM Slumberground. They're always so much fun to watch. And your last one that you did was which one was it? It was uh, we did the John Waters. The John Waters uh, one. Lust in the was, Lust in yes, the a, Dust and uh, Polyester. Yeah, yeah. The the Divine Tab Hunter double feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean. We love polyester. Yeah, polyester is great. Polyester is not a Christmas movie, right? That's not set during the holidays. I'm just no, thinking. I'm just so. thinking of female trouble. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. Another good Christmas movie. We'll probably watch. <laughs> yeah. If there's a Christmas tree in it, it counts. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, everybody, check out TCM Slumberground. It's on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. It's on yeah. the TCM uh, channel, correct? Yeah. 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 You just search Slumberground on YouTube. Don't pull up. And it pops up. It's a lot of fun. We love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for coming on the show. We'll... Glad to be here as always. Anytime. Yeah, we'd love to have you on for something else in the future. Uh, we'll we'll uh, keep you posted, everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, until then, Merry Christmas. Have a hard candy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And thank you so much, everybody, Thanks for so listening much. to another episode. We love Dolly. We yeah. love Mr. Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. 
You can uh, go and watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas on Tubi for free. Yeah, it's on with Tubi. Ads. Tubi's come through with us for like two weeks in a row now. Yeah, we, we, coming our, in clutch. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we just watched, but I'm a cheerleader on Tubi, so they have some good shit mm-hmm, on Tubi. Mm-hmm. You got to sit through some commercials, but it's free. You don't watch have to it rent before it. the studios take it down, yeah, not knowing that it's on there. Exactly, they're gonna pull that ish pretty quick but um until then go go check it out it's a free app you can download and it's a uh, free free movies lots of fun but i think it's just about that time of the show Patreon shout outs yes indeed <laughs> Patreon shout outs we would like to say a big hello and thank you to our wonderful patrons starting with alberto sb nicole susan barry jj amy layton shelby michael charlie paul jamie Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emma, Millie, Aaron, Melinda, and Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you for being Thank you so much, everybody, for subscribing mm-hmm. to our Patreon. It means a lot. Yes, indeed. Patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. You can find a ton of additional content on there. And, uh, you know, you can subscribe monthly and keep your subscription going and your donations going. Thank you so much for that. But if you just want to give it a shot, test it out, you can subscribe. Just make a one-month donation and cancel it right away. And for the entire month, you'll get access to everything um, involved in that tier, like Watch With Us commentary tracks. Mm-hmm. And you can check out all of our past newsletters. They're, uh, we're posting the newsletters directly onto the Patreon feed now. So if you see the most recent one, you can uh, click up in the corner and it'll take you to the back catalog of mm-hmm. all of our previous newsletters, which are really fun. Um, we love writing the newsletters. They've got lots of uh, new movie reviews, behind-the-scenes photos, links to some really cool videos that we talk about during the episodes, really fun stuff like that. So check out Patreon for all that additional content. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We'd also love it if you would rate and subscribe and review. Give us five stars. Exactly. Head over to Apple Podcasts. I want to hit over 90. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got 85 reviews right now in uh, the U.S. We've got 90 reviews total across the globe. So we've got some other reviews from other countries but they don't show up in the u.s mm-hmm. charts so reviews are stars that's f- stars i mean yeah. stars so let's get those five star reviews pumping um also write us a review and we'll read it on the show we read a great review last week that was really touching and heartwarming we love it and um any and all of the other social media platforms we are on instagram and facebook at movies that made us gay and we are on twitter at mtmug pod yes indeed so go ahead and give us a subscribe and a follow and like all of our posts repost comment do all that fun stuff it helps us mm-hmm. uh you can also follow our personal accounts my name is pete and i am at peter lasagna on uh instagram and twitter i'm scott Youngballer on instagram and follow my letterbox account Yes, indeed. I post we, to it almost every day. We post to it almost every day. All the new movies that we're seeing in theaters, all the new movies that we're renting at home, lots of fun stuff. Like we said in today's episode, we just watched West Side Story, and we're going out today to watch Being the Ricardos. I just became a pro account. They're not even a sponsor of the show. I just became a pro member. <laughs> and Pete, do you know who my number one star is in 2021 uh, that I've seen the most movies of? Actor? Actress. actress. Uh, um, 2021? I don't know. Who is Jamie it? Lee Curtis. Jamie I have Lee seen Curtis. seven movies of hers. Work. 
Yeah. Work. Work, we Jamie. You. We love you, JLC. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, head on out and do all that fun stuff. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.